everybody feeling good. You came in here with a lower Marion Kobe jersey on. You already know what time it is, man. That's the energy you on. Every Your day. Your cranberry velvet do-rag would have matched. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I was about to put it on, but I said, no, nah, I'm not going to do it two pies in a row. <laughs> you can't be. That's too much. That's too much velvet. Yeah, too much velvet. Two pies in a row. I yeah, just had to put jersey on. Yeah, you gotta. You can't just velvet them up twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's too much sauce. Welcome to in the moment. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell. Your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners. We are back. I have a, she's not even a guest, like you're not a guest, when you, what, what was it, two times you got to be in somebody's house and you was no longer a guest? <laughs> Hell, it was after the first time, what do you mean? <laughs> right, With, like, yeah, certain parents, you was over there for 30 minutes, now the next time you come, you get your own damn Kool-Aid, all right, all right. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. That's how it is now when I walk in. It's like, go find your glass. You already know where the ice is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ain't none of that. After hello, you get it yourself. <laughs> that is the welcome that Katie is getting. Welcome back to the pod, Katie. You know what time it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's good to be back. Mo told me after 45 minutes after being in his crib, I'm no longer a guest. So I don't know what you're talking about. What did you do? I didn't want to. No, he didn't do anything. I just didn't want to keep getting him shit. Like, I <laughs> Get it? You ain't no guest no more. You've been here 45 minutes. Get it yourself. And, and that is young light skin, young lower Marion, young waterberry, young velvet cranberry do-rag. Jersey is back in the building. How you doing, young girl? The intro's getting better every time. I appreciate that, brother. Well, you're getting better. So I have to step up my game to introduce you to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I see you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm... I'm I'm excited that we got Katie back in here. Jersey's still with me. I'm I'm looking forward to a fun hour, and so should you. I'm gonna start off with this, Jersey. Let me ask you a question. Imagine for a second, you look up, and the girl who has motivated you all these years. She's married to a man with no job. How does that make you feel? Defeated. <laughs> Just, I, I I don't, like, wow. Like, <laughs> it's what you left me for? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, for real? <laughs> like, damn. Like, yeah, I want, yeah, I'll, I'll feel crazy. The fact that he has no job is really, is that really what, like, set you off? Bad credit. <laughs> Something, but you know what? You probably having better sex with her than I am. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Katie. Now, I ask you that question because I know somebody that's in that situation, and I know he's also listening, so that's how you should feel, fam, defeated. Oh, no. But, But, uh, Katie, I don't know if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, but we have learned that um, Jersey is a heel sucker and also um, <laughs> very bad at sex. <laughs> Yo, you know what? It's just that I'm lazy. Who it's not even that I'm bad heels? at it. I had a lot of Hennessy that night. Oh, that was this was the Hennessy episode. I remember. What it is is, I guess, like maturing and getting older is on his heels. Obviously, determining his sex game, so he's feeling like he has to find a way to make that up. That's still <laughs> disgusting because that's where the most dead skin is—is is on the heel of a foot. I didn't think about that. Yes. So you're not attracted to a man who is a heel sucker? Hell no. <laughs> I'm hurt, man. I would be creeped out. 
if a dude was like, let me suck your heels. I'm like, do you see this dead skin? I haven't, I haven't had a pedicure in a while, okay? Especially under quarantine circumstances. And you want to go straight for the dead skin? Ew. So wait, so if you in the moment and, and that's his move, right? Like he like, yo, before I show you the finale, this is the setup. And he go, <laughs> and he go for the heel. <laughs> like, are you hitting him with the Heisman? I am kicking his ass with the heel. Back the fuck up. No. Jersey, you're going to end up toothless during the quarantine if you go for the hill with the wrong woman. That's a whole domestic if I go for the hill with the wrong woman. It is what it is. That's where we are. He's that guy. Now, I, I want to ask y'all this because this came up the other day. Do you consider yourself the yo you on speaker friend? And what I mean by that is like when you call someone. And they're not in the and they're in the situation where they have to inform you that they're on speaker. Are you that person that they have to tell you you on speaker? No, no, I'm the one that has to inform my friends. Hey guys, you're on speaker. I'm in the car. Don't say anything reckless, okay? But you're on speaker. For me, I know to ask first where your surroundings. Hey, is it safe? I have a heads up. Here's the warning. I'm about to say some off the wall crap. Boom. I give my friends a warning ahead of time. Okay. Now, I'm passing it to you, Jers, and there's a reason. Are you the yo, you on speaker guy? Yeah. <clears throat> and I feel like, yo, you, I mean, you already know how we get down. Like, you definitely got to let me know if I'm on speaker or not, because my mouth is a little crazy at times, and there's certain people who I want to hear me speak a certain way, <laughs> and I don't want to say something that's going to offend somebody, because things that I say can be very offensive at times. So, yeah, you definitely got to let me know. I'm, I'm laughing because he is 100% the yo, you're on speaker guy. Like, like Jersey's not the kind of guy that when he calls you and you say hello, like he doesn't just ever, he never says, yo, hello. Like, I'll be like, yo, hello, and he'll be like 47 bitches chilling in the back. We, I'm like, yo, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I'm sitting next to my grandmother, fam. Like, wait, wait a minute. Why though? Why? Why is it that you're that dude? I'm just, I'm just turned all the time. Um, a lot of times I speak before thinking, and that's something that I need to stop doing. But if, if I'm calling my homeboy, you know, me and Mo have a great relationship. You know, there's uh, I speak to him in certain ways that I refuse to speak to other people. So, you know, like when I'm calling him, the things that I say to him, it could probably land me in some trouble if the wrong person hears it. So I got to be careful. Both of us. It's going to land both of us in trouble. Yes. And that's why. <laughs> yes. That's that's why yes. I brought this up, because because I was actually chilling with my uh with my girl, with my ex-girl. And wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What you talking about? What you just said? No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about my girl that's not my girl anymore. Not like, who's not like an ex-girl. Oh, oh, okay, got you. Makes sense. Oh, you know who it is. It's single season. Okay. All right. Oh, you thought I was lying when I said this, the energy I'm on today. Oh, shit. All right. I'm not, I'm not playing. If you can see my face right now. So, nah, look. You got a name? No, nah, I was chilling with homegirl. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I'm back. Oh, 
both of y'all look so uncomfortable. I am sweating. Why, why am I the only one who doesn't care? My armpits. Someone not Yikes. care with me. Someone. Help. I. I. Let me chill. Oh. So, like I said, I was chilling with Homegirl, right? And oh, her name Homegirl? Huh? I didn't stutter. Shut oh. up. <laughs> what, what? Yo, you know. Yo, yo, you know you done. You know you done when her name homegirl now. <laughs> fam. I've been trying to tell Katie. I'm on a whole nother level of finish, fam. Yo, okay. Like, I'm trying to stop I, it. I'm trying to stop the men. <laughs> yo, you forget that every time they every time they talk about a woman scorn, if you take the wool out, it's a man in there, fam. A man could be scorned too. <laughs> Yo, did yo did you hear the one where they said if you take all of the vowels out of the word female, you left with FML? Fuck my life. <laughs> you noticed that? That's crazy, right? No, it's not crazy. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, actually. Yo, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Oh man. Oh man. Katie fight back. That's what we got you here for. <laughs> I can't with that one. That one was a good one. Okay. I just got to take the L and move forward. At least no, we got one. Man, no stopping it. Nah, look, I was with her. I ain't talking about the artist. And, and. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Could have been. Look. <laughs> and, and, uh, what happened? I called Jers and he answers the phone like, yo, you on speaker. And then she kind of hit me with the, wait a minute, like, why he got to tell you that? Like, what do you normally be saying? And I'm like, I didn't even think I was the yo, you on speaker friend. Like, he's the <laughs> yo, you on speaker friend. Why For did real. he yo, you on speaker me? So now I have the question, why are you the speaker friend? That's the thing, Katie. I'm not. Like, every time, every time Jerz calls me, I always start with, yo, what up, fam? Like, something some light so I could mm-hmm. I can see where we at. So I don't feel like he he did I didn't warrant the yo you on speaker. Like he didn't I didn't deserve that for him to give me that. He embarrassed me in front of my in front of everybody I was with. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Made you look like you were doing the most. When you weren't. Yes, Katie. So, so what were you calling for? Just to check in? No, it was it was a relationship question, and we was all chilling, and I called him, and then I had him on speaker. And when he answered, he was like, yo, you on speaker, chill. And I'm like, nah, that whole room going to think I'm wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a different kind of judgment. I can't defend this. I got to explain to these people why I'm the yo, you on speaker friend. That's how I be feeling, because I think I called you last week, as a matter of fact, and I said, yo, anybody around? <laughs> Before you let loose, you have to ask that question though. Yeah, as soon as he said as soon as he said yeah, I said I I call you back. (laughs) (laughs) It's not safe. It's not safe. Do you know how crazy it sounds when (laughs) your man call you and you answer on speaker and you with your girl and he be like, Yo, you you alone? All right, nah, never mind. (laughs) Like (laughs) you gotta explain that. No, at that point, I got to get rid of my girls because I'm trying to figure out what you trying to talk about. You know what I'm saying? I need to know. See, see, women can do that. Men, we can't tell our girlfriends, like, all right, I'll be right back. I got to see what this is about because she's, she, she's going to want to know. Women can tell their That's men, true. yo, uh, 
Shalanda need to tell me something. Um, no, not Shalanda. I'll be Why right back. Why is it Shal- Of course Shalanda can't tell you something in the Sh- other room. Come on now. She was in Freak-A-Leak. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. Why would you admit that it's Shalanda? It's Pizza Hut. Yo, Pizza Hut hit me again. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> That makes it worse. But you're right because you can't do that with women because we are nosy. We want to know. Hold on. What's so secretive? Let us know. There should be no secrets between us. So it makes sense. Sometimes it's not a secret, though. It's just like we just, you know, you being men. Like it's certain things I'm sure when women get together and y'all have women's night, you know, you you might let loose in a way that you don't typically do around a man. It's the same thing with men. We need our man moment. But still, we want to know about your man moment. Because we know you don't care about our moment, we still just feel like it's best if we know everything. It, but it's not. <laughs> it's, but it's, it makes us feel at ease. That leads, so. you know what? That leads to to, to to a great question. Actually, how do you feel about privacy in a relationship, or do you believe in privacy in, in a relationship? You know, okay, it's funny because actually, off off air, Katie and I were just talking about this, and. She asked me why wouldn't I receive advice about my relationship from my family. And I told her because with me, I like to keep my entire relationship private, even when I'm going through hard times, because I feel like when you start to like speak about what's going on in-house and then you have to actually be out and with your family with that person after you spoke badly about what you're going through, it's just awkward. Yeah, it kind of paints a bad picture. Um, it does for your partner. Yeah. I, okay. I, I I never looked at it that way. I understand. Wow. All right. But at the same time, wouldn't you want to consult someone who has way more experience than you in relationships, who has your best interests interests as at heart that can give you these, you know, this in, advice of hey, this is what you need to do, or this is what I've been through, and this is how I've handled situations, so that you can learn from your elders, basically. Wouldn't you want that? I, I would want that, but that's the conflict. I don't know if that's worth, like, for me, by the time I come to my family about something that's going on in my relationship, I'm, like, foot out the door. because That, that means, like, I don't know if I'm coming back because I just don't want to reveal information about my relationship to people who I'm going to want to support my relationship at some point. I just mm-hmm. think it's, it's just certain things you have to keep in home. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't want to. You don't necessarily want to burn a bridge before people have a chance to cross it. So, yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Facts. Especially when you are speaking to, like, your mom, your your sisters, your grandmother, people who love you to that level. And you may say certain things about your lady that them as women now look at her some kind of way. And if that's the woman that you're going to marry or you is going to be the mother of your children, do you want that kind of conflict? I think that it depends on the situation. For example, like with my ex, my mother, she she hit the head, the nail on the head every time because she knew what my ex meant by little things or little signs that were shown. And she knew and consulting my mother was easy because my mother picked up on vibes and she was able to tell me, hey, Katie, you need to back up on this. You need to pay attention to these key details. No matter what I did, my mother was still there to support me and say, yo, either you stay in this relationship or you don't, but I'm just telling you what it is 100% so that you are prepared and you know what to expect and what is going to happen. See, you, if you come from 
non-judgmental parents or family like family that won't necessarily judge you they'll just be there for you and understand that there's going to be ups and downs and that you still might ride it out with this person it's a little easier to do that but some of us come from families that are a little judgmental and i think that's when you got to be a little more defensive in that situation that makes complete sense i feel like you're right i guess it does depend on your circumstance because if you have judgmental family, mm, yeah, I would be hesitant to be like, yo, this is what's going on because you don't know how they're going to react, I guess. So I don't I don't really like going to <clears throat> some family members for relationship advice whenever I do have problems, just for the simple fact, like a lot of my family members don't even know what a successful relationship is because they've never experienced it. So I can't take advice on how to be in a good relationship or a great relationship if they've never been in a great relationship and all their situations ended up ending in a bad way, too. But even though they haven't been in, in a particularly successful relationship, you can learn from their mistakes. The one thing that I've learned is that even though it may not be successful or you see someone in your family who's like, oh, we've been together for 40 years and this is how it worked out. You can learn through all their failed relationships. You know, I have several people in my family who failed relationships and that's like my biggest fear is living their life. I don't want to go through that. But learning from their mistakes is a way to help guide me to something healthy. Let me ask you this. Um, speaking of that, do what side of it are, are y'all on when it comes to people who speak on things that they may not have experienced? Like I'll give you a perfect example. Steve Harvey wrote a book pretty much that was about how to think. What was it? Think like a man. Yeah. Think like a man. Act like and a lady was, or something like that. It was pretty much about how to have successful relationships. And he's been married 16 times. <laughs> so <laughs> do, you, do you see that a, a man who's been married that much and who's failed that much? Do you see that as, you know what? I will take advice from him because he knows exactly what not to do. Or do you see that as fam? I'm good on the advice thing because I'd rather talk to somebody who's been actually in one successful marriage for 30 years. Yeah, I'm on the side of talking to someone who's been in one successful marriage for 30 years. So you don't want to hear shit about Steve when Family Feud is over about your relationship? I mean, I'm pretty sure he has some insight that he could offer, you know, through those experiences because I'm pretty sure each of those experiences taught him a different lesson that he needed to learn to finally find the one that he was meant to be with, but I would feel more comfortable taking advice from someone who's been with one person for a long time and that ended up working out. Would you also still take advice from Steve Harvey if he was bald-headed by choice? <laughs> <laughs> Is he good at basketball? <laughs> if, he, if he's 6'6 with a jumper, yes. That's what but outside matters. of that... <laughs> no. Shut up and shut up and dribble, Rashid Wallace. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, Katie. I would want both the good and the bad. So if there's someone who's been married so many times, there's a reason why. And if they've learned the reason why, like for the most part right now, we could say for the most part that Steve Harvey in his marriage right now is doing well for the most part. So I would rather hear from someone who has been in a relationship for 30 years and someone who has been through several relationships because I feel like when you take that energy from this is what I've learned from all these failed relationships and this is what I've learned from one single good relationship and combine it you can get all the knowledge that you need to know to make a relationship successful for yourself 
That's fair. I like that because I do believe that a smart person learns from their mistakes, but a wise person learns from everyone's mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's that's the difference. Um, I want to ask y'all this. Uh, have I, there's an audio that came out with this woman speaking upon not being uh not receiving a text quick enough, and this was interesting to me because I've heard a lot of women speak out in being upset that a man doesn't text her back fast enough, and if he don't text me back in the 24 hours, I'm done. I can't stand a man that texts it like this. Katie, before I play this audio, what is your take on a man not texting you back quick enough? Is there, or do you have text rules? Um, I have several text rules, as a matter oh. of fact. Don't ask me the same thing twice. Don't double text me. Um, but if you don't text me within a 24-hour span, I'm okay. By the time it hits 30 hours, I'm like, hmm. Are you really that interested? If you've gone over a day without texting me, are you really that interested? I start to doubt myself and feel hesitant about that. So then I'm like, I feel uneasy because what were you doing for those 30 hours? And it starts to get to my head and I start creating my own scenarios. So text me after a day. I give you a day. If you don't text me, then all bets are off. Like you're not for me. So typically, you, you pretty much got 24 hours to respond before I start to get in my head about why you're not responding quick enough. Yes. And you don't like to be asked the same thing twice. No, and don't double text me. If I haven't responded to your first message and you double text me, I hate that with a passion. Like, guys, why do y'all double text? Why? No, that's not just a guy thing. Trust me. No, it's not. A woman, no, I'm woman double text that. too, but those are needy women. But stop. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I saw the text. I so I don't like the double text. I I don't even like to call me and then yo I called you, fam. That's what that's what the voicemail is for. That's the voicemail. Exactly. Joke. And people don't leave voicemail now nowadays. I'm like, just leave a voicemail. It's there for a reason. Don't be scared of leaving a message. Leave a voicemail. Stop calling and then just going ghost. People call you and then text you, yo, I called you, and then they call you, yo, I text you that I called you. <laughs> <laughs> I called. Where you at? obviously busy like you know it's weird the texting standards that women set for men they never follow themselves like women expect us to text them in a certain time frame but they don't text us in a certain time frame and they're okay with that like okay for example if i'm asking a chick Okay, like, what's up? Like, you ain't texting me in a while. She'll be like, oh, I've been busy. Sorry. But if I say I'm busy, that's that's um a sign to cut us off. Like, it's just not fair. Like, the playing field's not level in in, in, in the whole um texting area. Katie, I see you reacting. Mm, I think it's a difference. What is not texting a while from a woman for you? What is the time frame? Like a day. Okay. I've had conversations with women, right, that... Their their read receipts is on, so they read my text message but didn't respond. But when I return that same energy, it's a problem. So that takes me back to women set rules for us in terms of communicating with them that they don't want to follow themselves. And and not all women are this way. I'm not going to say all women are this way, but a lot of women that I've uh, come across, I like that. I was just going to add that in my experiences with texting women, I have kind of felt the same energy and what what what's been what's been my issue is I feel like women instead of just texting you like if they're thinking about you or if they you know instead of just texting you hey 
they'll not text you because you haven't texted them. And then it'll become this whole, well, you ain't texting me. I ain't mm. texting you. Instead of just like, yo, if you think about me, just text me. It's not that serious. Mm. Go ahead, Katie. So it's, it's two scenarios. And Mo, you're right on track. So the first scenario is either she's really not that interested. She knows she's, she's analyzing her, um, her starting five, let's say. She's analyzing who she has and who she's feeling more. So if that's the case, maybe she's not feeling you or either she is and she doesn't want to look thirsty. I know with women, we don't want to look thirsty and like we really like this guy, but we don't want to go like, oh, my gosh, I like this guy and feel the need to be needy because there is like this this stereotype about women being more emotional, needy. So we try to pull off and back off even more because we don't want to fit into that stereotype. We don't want to be the typical woman who's like, oh my gosh, I like him so much and I want to text him all the time. So we back up a little bit, but not realizing that there needs to be a give and a take. There needs to be a balance between how we approach the situation. So it's either one extreme or the other. Now, I would like to add to that, that I'm glad you admitted to some of those flaws. But on top of that, what I think is an issue sometimes is you have like women who will say men don't know how to communicate and be upset with how a man is communicate, but then at the same time say, um, if I'm texting you a certain way, it means that I don't, I'm not feeling you. Well, if you're not feeling me, why are you texting me at all? Those are the kind of things that men, like how are we supposed, like there's nothing we can do to not annoy you if you're not feeling me, so why are you texting me anyway? Okay, so speaking from a, you know, experience, yes, I am guilty of this. If I'm not feeling a guy, I may still respond to his thirsty ass text because I just like the attention. You know, it just gives there me you something go. to talk to. She it gives me it. someone to talk to Boom. in that moment. Yes, even Katie. though I'm not feeling you, I can show you all the signs that I'm not feeling you and still respond to your text. There's a guy right now who will text me every so often, it, like every week or something like that. He'll text me. He's a cool dude. He's great as a friend. He knows I'm not feeling him because every time he tries to make a pass, I say no. But I still respond to it with a no or however I'm feeling because it just feels good to feel wanted a little bit. I don't want you, but feeling wanted, like, okay, cool. But for this guy that I'm talking to, he knows that I don't want him, though. So I guess it depends on the scenario. Now, see, with a jurors, I, I want to get your take on this. With a guy like me, right, that, that's been an issue because when I deal with a woman like that, now I take that with me. Because now, as soon as I get a sign that, okay, maybe she's not interested, I'm not texting you anymore. I'm, to me, I'm, I'm, if, if you take too long or if you're not showing a certain amount of, a, of, of energy, then I'm going to take that as you're just not interested and I'm moving on. And then you get the woman who are like, yo, I just didn't think you was into me. Now we playing this game. Jers. Yeah, I feel like, especially in society today, attention is the biggest drug. And I feel like as long as someone is getting attention, they don't mind if someone's being thirsty, even if they have no intentions on ever, you know, taking things serious with that person. And in turn, I feel like that's a bad thing in a sense, because that guy really may be feeling you and he may feel like he's being let on. But you just said that he is aware that you're not really feeling him like that. So any um, any um discouragement that comes from this situation is solely on him at this point but at the same time yeah i hate that like if you're not really feeling me like that and you know i'm trying to take it there with you don't waste my time because you're wasting your time too like just move on and let me know what it is and we could both go on about our business 
Now, honestly, I think that is the thing that women forget to do is to make it clear. So with this guy, I've made it clear. He knows he's just very persistent. I don't know why he won't give up. He's just persistent. But for those who don't make it clear, you need to make it clear. But there are women who don't know what to say to a guy they really, really like. You know, when there's a guy you really like, you don't know how to act. You change your mood completely. And you don't know if you're doing too much or doing too less. So, you know, a woman's pattern is completely off for when there is a guy that she really likes. And it takes for a woman to know if I feel like with women, we have to have a guy say, hey, I really, really like you for us to be like, oh, my gosh, he really, really likes us. But if he's just trying to get short, we're like, does he like it? Does he like us? I don't know. He liked two pictures on Instagram. Does that count? No, it needs to be five. Like, you know, we overanalyze and get into our head about little things for when we actually do have a crush on guys that may push men away. So let me play this audio for you um, of this woman having a, what I definitely deem to be a different perspective than what you typically hear about receiving uh, text messages late from a man and let me get y'all take on it if someone doesn't text me back in like a day and a half like if i don't hear from a dude that i've been talking to consistently in like two days the normal ego-based me would be like what are you doing you don't care about me like do you don't think this is rude Mm -hmm. but it's like no i think this is rude i miss him i want to be talked to well what i does this change the fact of what do i know of him He's expressed that he likes me. He's expressed that he thinks I'm beautiful. He's expressed that he's thinking of me. What else do I know about him? And he's ambitious and work-oriented. Like, he's never done anything to harm me. Like, chances are he's probably just busy or has a lot on his mind. Wait a couple days. Then he ends up hitting you anyway later on. But the entitlement of feeling like this nigga got 15 minutes. Like, where is the bubble on my phone? Like, where is the, the white bubble? Hurry up. Mm. It's like that. That's what kills relationships. It's what kills your joy in life because you're expecting entitlement too much. Katie, I see you doing some deep thinking. <laughs> because two days is too long. She said two days, right? Now, at two days, I have given up on a man. If you take two days to respond back to my text, I feel like you're not interested. I'm not. I'm not trying to put effort into getting to know you because obviously you don't want to get to know me. Two days, way too long. I'm done with that. So two days is too long, regardless. You, no matter the situation, doesn't matter. Unless he comes to me and says something dreadful happened. I don't get why it takes you two days to reach out or respond to a woman. Two days? Jers? Yeah, unless something crazy going on in your life, bro. Two days is a long time not to respond to a text message. To be real with you. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've, been, I've been in a place... Where I, I didn't text a girl back for two days. Like, my life really was that crazy for two days. Now, I'm not, my life is typically not like that. Like, that's a, it's rare that I'll go two days without texting you back. But there have been times in my life when I was in the development stage with a girl. Like, I, I think we got something and I might have had shows. I might have had whatever was lined up and I, I just didn't get back to her. But I actually liked her. And then by the time I tried to get back, she just wasn't trying to hear it. And I genuinely was that caught up for two days. Well, see, I guess for you, that's the case of the yikes. Oh, well, because I understand a woman after two days. She's already by day two, right? She's already developed this narrative in her head, in her mind of what's gone wrong, what she what he didn't like about her. So that when he comes to her on day two, at the end of day two or day three, it's like. Mm, these are excuses is he 
is he in a relationship with someone else and he didn't have the time to text me then that's the first thing that pops into a woman's head or was he not interested in me but all his backup plans didn't work out so then he chose me it's so many different scenarios that pop up in a woman's head that by day day two day three she's like nope i've created all these scenarios i can't trust it Mm -mm. i'm backing out and i'm not saying that's right but that's just how it is it's like "Mm, abort mission has she tried getting in contact with him other than the, the text message that he didn't respond to for two days or is she waiting for a response instead of taking initiative because sometimes um as men we're expected to take initiative and to be persistent um i feel like women can do that as well so did she try to get in contact with him because maybe he just didn't see the text because he's getting so many texts or he's wrapped up in whatever he's doing okay did y'all see the meme of um what are you doing i'm i'm about to eat what are you about to eat Damn, can you give me five fucking minutes alone? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's crazy. I no, read I didn't that. See that. <laughs> that was a meme, and I laughed to myself because I do feel like that when I'm texting. Like, yo, certain details are just not necessary because I'm not really a detailed texter like that. Like, if I text you, yo, what you doing? I'm about to eat. Cool, hit me later. I'm not like a yo, what kind of sauce is on your spaghetti kind of texter, which, but I saw a lot of people in the comments like, yo, I'm so embarrassed because that's me. And I was like, I, I laugh because I'm like, a lot of people are starting to realize, like, yo, I'm that texter. Which which texter are y'all? Katie, start with Ooh, you. I am the texter. That would be like, yo, what's for dinner? That's just because I'm I'm trying to keep the conversation going. And so I'm like, well, what you eating? But I wouldn't expect a response right away. Don't keep it going. What? Don't keep it. What it can am stop. I supposed to be like, oh, you're eating stop. dinner. Okay, bye. Talk to you tomorrow. What? No, if I want to keep the conversation going, I'm trying to innovate new ways. I'm trying to think of what's another question I can ask. How do I, how can I keep this thing going? You know? So it's like, oh, you're eating dinner? No. What's for dinner? Tell me. I want to know. Let's talk. Do we like the same food? Oh my God. It's, you know? If I text you, I'm playing BS4, that means. I don't want to be texting right now. That doesn't mean I want to text you which PS4 game I'm playing. Okay, well, first and foremost, that's different. I know that when a guy is playing video games, leave him the F alone because he is in a zone and he will get mad if he loses a game. So from my experience, I know to leave a guy alone if he's playing video games. So let's take it out of video games. Let's take it to reality. Jers, if you at the wreck and you playing ball and she texts you what you doing and you text her back, I'm at the wreck playing ball and then she texts you who's winning, how do you feel about that text? I'm going to <laughs> thumbs up her last text message you go back playing basketball. <laughs> like, I hate that, it's man. A, I she, hate no, don't that. Thumbs up her last text. <laughs> like, but see, like, I'm, I'm, I'm what you call an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> trust me, I know. I've seen the tweets. Go um, ahead. <laughs> like, I'm I'm the type to where like you can send me a paragraph like just pouring out your emotion and give me detail like I'm going to respond to the parts that I want to respond to like or I'm just going to send an emoji because I don't want to give you that same energy or if I'm not in the mood I'm just going to leave you on red and get back to it when I want to get back to it like I'm not the best texter to be honest with you I'm I'm not sure how to text anymore or what texting even means like 
this is my thing. I was under the impression that text message was created so that you can talk to someone in your convenience, right? So if they if you text me now and it's convenient for me to respond in an hour or two, th- that's what texting is for. But people have now made it seem like texting is more supposed to be like instant messaging. Like if I text you and you don't respond within 10 minutes, then you you must be too busy for me. Like, I, I don't, what is texting supposed texting to be? Texting is supposed to be fast. See, that's why I'm confused, is it? To be real with you, like, I like talking on the phone. Like, if you really have that much to say to me and you want to continue a conversation for a long period of time, call me. Because when you're on the phone with someone, you can hear, you know, um, that emotion and um, that tone that someone is speaking with. Like text messages get read the wrong way sometimes. People take things the wrong way and things just get confusing sometimes. Like if you really got that much to say to me and you want to talk to me, call me because it's more genuine to me. Anybody well, can Well, see, I feel like you're one of the rare few because a lot of, I guess, guys that I've come in, you know, to terms with or like with my friends who have interacted with these guys, it seems like they don't want to talk on the phone. They might want to FaceTime, but for all the wrong reasons, they rather just text. So it's <laughs> like if you're going to text, it's all the wrong reasons. <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, whoa. Don't just don't don't just mully on past. You see how she just got that. You see how she especially during quarantine, right? <laughs> Quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> she tried to slide that in like we were just gonna keep it moving. No, Word. what are the wrong reasons? She tried to like, skate right over that. Yeah. Look, What's the list? I currently, I have a friend who she went on Bumble and she found this guy. She thought he was great and he wanted to FaceTime to show off. Okay, if you know what I mean. He's like, let me show you what I I'm working with, what I'm packing on FaceTime. Like, bro, no. His name. That's a thing. <laughs> His name Bo. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Why? She don't have an OnlyFans. She got an Only Facetime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they was giving it up on Facetime like that. I'm yes. not using my phone right. And apparently, these guys care nothing about the pandemic. Like, yo, come through, come hang out with me. I want to see you. It's like coronavirus. Like, what? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he said coronavirus <laughs> yo, yo come get this rona yes <laughs> that's the way we had out here all types of ways which way this way that way it's like no that's why I stay in the house that's exactly why it's but a nasty it's assumed, world people typically assume that because everyone is so hooked to their phones nowadays and people are on your phone you're on your phone 24-7 you're either looking at the news you're either texting a friend why wouldn't you text back fast? You know, it's 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 I, it's weird that people think it's absurd for people not to be on their phones anymore. You know, that they're like, oh, you're not on your phone for an hour. What are you? What can you be doing besides being on your phone? It's a strange way of thinking, but that's how people think now is that people have to be on their phones twenty four seven. See, and that's that's interesting to me because I'm like. Jerry said he's more of a be on the phone person. Katie, you seem more of a text person. And I'm like the neither person. I'm a, oh no, you're, you're a phone person too, Katie? Yeah, so personally, I'm a phone person. I'd rather talk to you on the phone. But I understand why people are text. I don't, mm-mm. I need to hear your voice. Voice matters to me. Based off of someone's voice, I can tell the type of person they are. Yeah, definitely. So I'd rather hear a person's voice to go be like, okay, all right, we're vibing. Your voice is dope. Like, you know, I'm a voice person. And people. I hate texting. And people who, like, 
a lot of people who like texting over talking on the phone, like in person, a lot of times they're completely different. Like I've met people who have so much to say in text and texting, but as soon as you meet up with them, they're so standoffish and just so shy. And I, I hate that. See, but look, I'm I'm the opposite of that. Like I'm the person that I talk more in person and I'm not gonna really text a lot. Mm. But, and Because I don't like for my personality or my character to be determined through text message. Mm. I just, like, I'd rather see you. Like, if I meet you and I'm, and I'm interested in you, I'd rather just be like, yo, set up our first date. I don't really want to text to death. And I, I, I don't mind being on the phone with somebody who I can't see. Like, the people that live in a different state than me, we have to talk on the phone to keep up. But if I could, if I could see you, I'd rather just see you. I'm just not really a phone person like that in general. Yeah, now, now, if my notifications say attach three images, okay, now we could talk. Like, <laughs> oh, you like, trying to get that only FaceTime? Like, now you could talk. Mm -mm. Like, we could. Mm -mm. <laughs> Katie, send 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 Jersey mm -mm. your friend's username. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, are you the type of guy who's like, as soon as you start messaging a woman, you're like, I need a pic for my profile. Oh, nah, nah, nah. That's 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 some creep shit. Like that's because like, there's some nah. guys who like I need a pic for your profile picture. I'm like, what? Right off the bat? Nah, you gotta eat. You gotta ease into that. You can't just because I like I know dudes on the first day that they talk to women, they try to get in that bag. No, no, don't even ease into it. Don't do anything into it, fellas. PSA: Don't ask for pictures <laughs> ever. It's never cute. It's never sexy. When she's ready to send you a picture, she's gonna send you a picture. You won't even have to ask for it. You should never have to do it. Mm -hmm. Katie, I'm yes. wrong. You're right. Round of applause. You are correct. Knock it off. Now, let me ask y'all this. While we're on the topic of OnlyFans and only FaceTime, <laughs> how do y'all feel about when you meet someone, right? Because I saw this. This was a debate the other day online. If you meet her on OnlyFans, if you meet him and he's going to the strip clubs on the weekends, and now y'all get into a relationship, things are serious. And now you have strong feelings for this person. Is it fair to tell her she can no longer be on OnlyFans? Is it fair to tell him that he can no longer be in the strip clubs? Yikes. Okay. All right. I'll, let's I'll take let's this talk. First. So my mother always said, you can't teach new dog, uh, dog new tricks, basically. You can't teach an old dog. You can't new teach tricks. an old dog new tricks. Um, and. Hmm. Even though I might not like it, that's what I have to go with. If he's used to going to strip club, you can go to strip club. Uh, but I guess just go less. Like I wouldn't. I would want to know why. For me, I would want to understand why this was your lifestyle. Go ahead. Real quick, Katie. You know when you whisper something, it still counts, right? You try. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we can still use it against you. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you you wouldn't necessarily try to take it away from him but if he wanted to keep going at the same consistency you would have questions yeah i would just want to know like what do you get out of this what do you gain from going to the strip club all the time with your friends is it something that just relaxes you is it a stress reliever i want to know the reason why and if i understand the reason why for me it's i want to know the reason why so I can understand it. If I understand it and it makes sense to me, I'm okay with it. If it doesn't make sense to me, I want to discuss it further and be like, yo, this doesn't make sense to me. Why does this make sense to you? I want to have a discussion. 
But if it makes sense, I'm like, all right, go do you because I trust you. And if I have the level of trust, then I'm fine. I respect that. Jers. I feel like one of the biggest things in relationship is compromise and anything that makes your partner feel uncomfortable. Um, there should be some level of compromise to where your partner no longer feels comfortable. But on the other end, I don't like the idea of trying to change someone just because you're with them. Um, it's like before you get in a relationship with that person, you think they're the funniest person in the world. Now, when you get in a relationship with them and other people of the opposite sex are laughing at them, you're like, wait, he's not even that funny. Like, why y'all laughing oh, at him? that's my life. You know what I mean? Oh, so- don't you go, go to church. <laughs> go to church. So it's... it's, it's There's I, a reason behind that. Oh, well, Katie, please give us the reason as to why we go from being the funniest man on the planet to a man that ain't that can't say shit funny ever. Because you're still funny, but you don't want someone else to find this hidden gem that you found. It's it's a possessive thing. Like I don't want else I don't want anyone else to know what I have. So I'm a dog what I have because I don't want I don't want anybody to have the potential to take it from me. So you're not that funny as much. So you were attracted. You know. So you were attracted to the diamond because it was shiny. But now that the diamond no. is in your possession, you no longer want it to be shiny to other people. No, no. Jersey's is about to let you get off the hook here. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, no, no. Hell no. Go hold ahead. up. Hold up. Hold up. Because you just said some wild possessive shit. But I'm gonna even let that slide. Okay. I'm gonna let that go. I I will actually respect that if the gym is actually hidden. There are certain things that you discover about a man that's a hidden gem. And I can see a woman saying, nah, that's mine. But being funny, <laughs> you going to ride with that's the hidden gem? Nah, fam. Not when I'm on stage just telling everybody you're not. <laughs> but you don't. It's like, it's like this is my toy. I don't want anybody to know that Woody was the best toy in Toy Story. No, he's mine. There's a snake in my boot, not your Ladies boot. and gentlemen, no. we just want to take note that Katie <laughs> referred to men as toys. Ladies and gentlemen, Yo, I no. just want y'all to know that. No. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> and out of all of the toys, she referred to Woody, just a toy with a Woody. Oh, that's she crazy. Just tried, that's what she called men. She said men are just toys with Woodies. That is nasty, Katie. Oh, this is good. We didn't even do anything to you. This is good. I mean, it's true. It's true, though. But I think that's what it is. It's a possessive thing. So you try to downplay. It's not necessarily right because I feel like um, in a relationship, if there's a woman who is confident in her significant other, her goal should be to build up her significant other and vice versa. You want to build together. But for a woman who has more insecurities that are weighing her down, I feel that when it's weighing her down, her insecurities are weighing her down. She wants to weigh you down a little bit. It's not facetious or anything. It's just subconscious that I want them. No, 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 no. Don't think he's funny because he's mine. Because if he thinks he's better than me or too good for me, he might leave me. You see? It's, it's that, way that deeper. That is the most psycho shit that I have. <laughs> I once dated a woman who was Latin and she didn't want to teach me Spanish because she thought I would use it to talk to another Latin woman. Exactly. (laughs) She thought... I just wanted to know another language, man. She thought enhancing your skill 
would make you leave her for someone who may be better instead of a woman who was secure and was like yes we can speak spanish together we can teach you know we can take over the world learning spanish she wasn't as secure as a woman so when you meet a woman like that it speaks volumes on her insecurity levels and you can tell who wants to grow with you and who wants to grow at a lower level who doesn't want to grow who wants to keep you down to her same level and hold you down to keep you with her okay katie are you the girlfriend that sees a big butt and tells your boyfriend about it or you see the big butt and you look to see if your boyfriend's looking now if you were asking 20 year old me (laughs) (laughs) i would be the type to be like don't you look at that ass okay okay because you know i ain't got no ass so don't you look at that ass. But now it's like, damn, you see that ass? Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. Fire. We're going to celebrate together. <laughs> but it depends. Like, younger me would, would not be for it. I would have not been for it because I would have felt insecure because I don't have that body of an Instagram model or anything like that. And I used to be insecure about my body because I don't have that. Like, I have way more titty than I should, should have, but I don't have enough ass. Mm-hmm. So okay, now wait a minute. I'm at the point. <laughs> Wait a minute. This pod just went to another level just now, bro. No, no. I'm I'm lost. Wait. 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 So um, a man can't learn Spanish because he might talk to another woman, but he could look at a bigger ass than yours, and that doesn't matter. (laughs) Now it doesn't matter. I'm telling you, younger me, it wouldn't matter. I would feel some type of way. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you want her ass? I have a little booty. Little booties matter, too. Shout but out to the little booties. Yes, they I'm do. Like, yes, yes. Little booties matter. And now I'm at the point where I don't care because I feel confident within myself. It's all about ha- a woman having confidence within herself and her body that will make her a better partner. Mm, preach a woman queen. who preach queen doesn't let those insecurities get in her head. And she's like, yo, <laughs> I don't care what you guys say. I don't care what society says is the norm. I'm still the baddest bitch. A woman who has those insecure those insecurities holds her back but a woman who doesn't and has realized that she's still worth as much as the next queen because she owns herself is 10 times more valuable so 20 year old me would have had those insecurities and i'll be like oh my god why is he looking at her butt i don't know but now i'm like i don't care you appreciate that but i appreciate that butt too but you know who you coming home to this butt so <laughs> first of all round of applause for for all that you just said that was clean talk now my only follow-up mm-hmm. question to that is who is responsible for a woman getting to that place no one herself that right there is what i believe to be the separation from the understanding of how you get there and who's responsible for getting you there because i feel like too many women think it falls into the line of a man and it doesn't it doesn't at all it with anyone no matter woman female whoever you are your insecurities are falling on yourself it takes you to realize that i'm worth more it takes you to realize i i don't need to fit into these norms it's it's within yourself to realize that i'm better than what society says or i'm better than what other people think that comes from within no one can tell you that yes it may feel good if someone boosts your self-esteem but in the end of the day it's determined upon you as a person and how you feel within to make that change 100 a lot of accountability right there man oh oh there's that word there is that word mama there goes that word (laughs) (laughs) man down hand down 
no woman, <laughs> no woman wants to stand face to face with accountability. All right, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that is so crazy, <laughs> ladies. I'm just playing. Y'all know I love y'all. But speaking, keeping it on the queens. Um, before we get out of here, I do want to lighten it up, and I want to talk about two things really quick. One, um, I have something that I am in disagreement about with the both of you. And I'm going to start with Katie, and then I'm going to get to Jers. So, Jers, oh, we, God. yeah, yeah, we going yeah, we about to, we, we, it's about to get real saucy in here for, for, the, right. for, the, for the last round of In The Moment. Um, now, let me deal with Katie first. Jers, real quick, were you a fan of Fresh Prince? Yes. Do you remember that there were two different Aunt Vivs on the show? Yes. Can Dark skin Aunt Viv and light skin Aunt Viv. Correct. Can you please tell me and Katie who the real Aunt Viv is and who is the one that is the most respected in these streets? Dark skin Aunt Viv. Thank you. Thank you. What is Katie talking about? I I, I almost stopped Wait, talking Katie, to Katie. Light skin? Yo, Katie, I, you really? Yes, I did. What? I certainly did. I certainly did. Oh. Wow, Jers, she can't. She clapped at me as soon as I got off air. I mean, I didn't even get my headphones off before she was like, "Yo, put some respect on light skin Aunt Viv." I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, light skin Aunt Viv couldn't hold a, a candle to dark skin Aunt Viv. Yeah, all right. We all don't right. respect light skin Aunt Viv, Kate. I mean, we love, nah. we like her. She did what she had to do, but everybody know dark skin Aunt Viv is the queen of queens on a fresh prince. Look, on the show, right? Dark skin Aunt Viv, she was great. She was, you know, she was great. Just in general, she was cool. You know, she addressed a lot of situations, but she was too problematic, and she had to go. Okay. So she had to go replace her with light skin and Viv, and light skin and Viv was sweeter and kinder. See, but look, okay. that's, so that's, that's another why. way of saying light skin and Viv ain't have no backbone. But go ahead, none, that, none, none. <laughs> no, that is a fact. That's not the same. That's not the same because the writers, the writers could have had everything the same. Okay, they would have kicked on Viv out the family before they kicked Jeffrey out the family. Facts. Light skin on Viv would have had to find somewhere else to sleep. <laughs> Jeffrey would have been in the master bedroom. Okay, what are you talking about? I feel like her lessons, because Fresh Prince was all about lessons, and you learned a lesson in each episode. Her lessons were just as effective as dark skin and Viv. Okay, dark skin and Viv, you dope, but you was problematic, so you had that, to go. That's off screen. We ain't talking about off screen. We talking about on screen character. We ain't talking about Bill Cosby. We talking about Heathcliff Huxtable. It's two different things. Dark skin and Viv did a ballerina episode where she had her her legs behind <laughs> her head and then told homegirl, mm, mm, how that feel. Light skin and Viv ain't do that. Okay, so you're upset that light skin and Viv was not flexible. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if you yes, ain't got no it. backbone, yes. the least you could do is be flexible. She was still great. She didn't need to be flexible to be great, okay? What I will say is I don't like how that looked um in terms of the eye of like um us um because you know, you know, not trying to be controversial or anything like there's a long history of light-skinned women getting a certain appreciation that our dark sisters don't necessarily get. Mm -hmm. So when you replace dark-skinned Aunt Viv with 
a light skinned Aunt Viv, that kind of uh now looking back on it, it um makes me feel a little uncomfortable. But you know what I mean, I'm I'm that's neither here nor there. I'm not trying to get all controversial and shit like that, but I'm definitely riding with a dark skinned Aunt Viv. It's different when light skinned men stick up for dark skinned women. Look at Jerry. I love dark skinned women. <laughs> I love my dark women. I mean, no, wholeheartedly, it makes sense when you're comparing the aspect of how light skinned women get treated better um, compared to dark skinned women. It makes complete sense. And in that aspect, yes, dark skinned men should win. But she was trash. <laughs> so. now, now, in all fairness, just to be clear, uh, it, it was alleged that she was an issue and that was the reason she left. It was also alleged that Will was the issue. They said she was jealous of Will. Will said she just was hard to work with. So I don't know what the issues were as to why she left. She did leave as far as I, I, I know. She wasn't replaced. She left. Yeah. Her and Will had like a her and Will had like a lot of like drama between um, one another. So, yeah. So I'm not speaking on who was better or or uh, any of that. I'm just saying in the streets, people tend to respect dark-skinned Aunt Viv more than light-skinned Aunt Viv. Well, then I'm in the 10% that says light-skinned Aunt Viv wins. That is, that is a, nast- that's a nasty statement, and I will delete that Aye. from the podcast for everybody's sake. Now, <laughs> now, now on to my issue. <laughs> With Jers, I got rid of that disrespect. I gotta get a, I gotta get rid of this disrespect. We keeping it in the lane of queens because it, to right. me this this battle mm. comes down to the queens. It's a battle of the queens, in mm. my opinion. I posted mm. something on my Instagram that I thought was one of the hardest questions that I've actually been asked in a long time, and it was, who brought more to the game between Jay Z, who gave us Rihanna and Kanye West. And Lil Wayne, who gave us Drake and Nicki Minaj. I had people in my DM saying, this is easy. Jay, I also had people in my DM saying, this is easy. Wayne. Now, I personally couldn't even begin to understand how someone would argue uh, that it's Wayne with Rihanna sitting over there. But being that Jers said that he believes it to be Wayne. I am very interested in hearing this opinion. Talk to me, my friend. Okay, so... I'm here for it, yes. We're going to bring it back for a little bit, right? So, one, Jay-Z didn't discover Kanye. Dame Dash discovered Kanye. Jay-Z just took Kanye away from that situation. That's one. Two... this is what we're doing. We're going to do technicalities two. in order for you to yeah, be accurate. I'll, you have to. You have to. Do you? Two. Jay-Z mm-hmm. told Kanye, Jay-Z told Kanye that he should stick to producing because he didn't think that he would make it at rapping. He didn't believe in a rap career for Kanye. So how can you say that? What? Yes. Th- yes. This is, okay. this is a fact. Can I step in? Yes. Here's, here's, the, here's the thing. You're not wrong. But 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 I don't like to have these kind of debates because we weren't there. I don't like when people have the debates that it matters if you were there. Yes, it's alleged that all of these things happen, but a lot of things are alleged on the other side as well. And we weren't there. So if we're going to debate those things, then, I mean, there there's really no way to determine who's a winner. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 
But I'm just speaking on in terms of let's just say, because in, in a lot of ways, Jay is responsible for the success of the both of them and the same thing with Wayne. But in a lot of ways, neither of them are because they're all responsible for their own success as well. But mm-hmm. if we're going to make this a WWE thing, I'm just simply asking who had more impact in the game if Jay-Z is taking those two and Wayne is taking those two and they're playing NBA Jam. Katie, go ahead. I saw your hand up. Um, no. I w- Look, my thing is I also picked Wayne. And the reason because why I picked Wayne was because Nikki and Drake, well, Drake creates good music, but I feel like Nikki compared to Rihanna has created music that pertains to her life. Something that makes an impact, right? Rihanna has not, maybe it's coming out soon, but she hasn't hit me with a song that makes an impact on who she really is. It's a song that's been about hits. It hasn't been a song that reflects these, this is the struggle I've gone through. Completely agree with that. I haven't heard that from Rihanna yet. Unfaithful? She didn't write Unfaithful. Oh, now she has to have like, wrote it. Yeah, where, where, where it, it, y'all going it's, with this? It's just okay. Like y'all are gonna tell me that as far as impact, because what are we talking here? Like, are we talking impact? Are we talking writing ability? Because y'all are bringing a lot of other things into it, which is making it interesting. I'm not mad at it, but I think now we have to clarify what we're discussing. Because if we're talking impact, y'all gonna have a long day trying to convince me that Nicki Minaj has had more of an impact on music or anything else than Rihanna. Now, Nicki Minaj has had a longer running of impact. Rihanna's impact just started when she stopped making music. When Rihanna stopped making, making music and focused on her other brands, her Fenty and everything else, that's when Rihanna's stock went up. It wasn't consistent. Nicki Minaj's stock was consistent. But does that mean that she had as much that. of an impact? You're not wrong. But are we talking about overall impact on music? Because I, I think Nicki Minaj has been more consistent. She has had more songs that are relative to her struggle and what she's going through. I will give y'all yeah, all of these in points. in terms of music. I'll give y'all in that. Terms of, but impact? Yeah, in terms of music? Yeah, in terms of music, Nicki's definitely. I'm taking Nicki over Rihanna in terms of music. music are you, say, are you saying of, that her music is better? Or are you saying that she has more impact on music? Which one are you saying? More impact on music. Y'all think Nicki Minaj has impacted music overall, not just hip hop, overall, more than Rihanna. Y'all serious? Yes. Yes. That is interesting. Hell no. (laughs) No, no, no. The only reason why people are so interested in Rihanna right now, in my opinion, the only reason why they're so interested in her, because they haven't heard from her for so long. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, oh my gosh, this is the artist we loved. You know, like any other artist, you love them. But because they took away that value, they took away that, not value, but they took away that you can't get access to me like any other artist, then it's supply and demand. It comes into economics. It's like we demand new music because we haven't had a supply of it. Yeah, That's the only reason why Rihanna is at the level she is right now. I get that, but why does it matter why she's wanted? When she's wanted more than Nikki, at, period. She's wanted more. Why does it matter why? Because if you go back and look at it, if Rihanna was giving you consistent music, people wouldn't care as much. But because she, Rihanna took it to the ne- next level with her marketing, that's I why. I understand what you're saying, and I'm not arguing it. I'm not arguing your point of why they want Rihanna. I agree with that. 
But that is what it is, is what I'm saying. So if people want Rihanna more than they want Nicki Minaj, it shouldn't matter why. It should just come down to the fact that they want Rihanna more. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. Did Nicki Minaj change and or set the bar for what female rap is? Would you guys agree with that? That she did? 100%. Did Rihanna set the bar or the standard for what a female pop star is? And I dare one of y'all to tell me yes. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay, see here is where I'm, and again, I'm, at this point, I'm playing devil's advocate, but I, but I do stand for Rihanna at the same time. That is not fair. The reason that is not fair, because if you look at the track record of women pop stars, it is way deeper and way more fierce than women rappers. That is not nearly a fair comparison, bro. They playing in two completely different leagues. So what? I mean, you comparing Madonna to MC Light. I mean, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, Mo, it feels like what you're saying is because the female rap industry is less saturated. It's less of a comparison versus the pop. It's more to compare with and the demand for it. Is that what you're saying? Like, because pop has more of a demand and it's also more saturated, yes. it should take their Absol- stock absolutely. even higher. The, well, yes, I'll give you that because the world will certainly push a, a pop star, a female pop star, a lot quicker than they will push a female rap star. So mm-hmm. it's more difficult to come up as a female rapper, which I'll give Nikki the point for that. Certainly. Right? I think this is why I think it's such a great debate. But I just feel like at the end of the day, when the chips are down, it's hard to argue against Nikki, fam. I don't like to have to do it, but it's Rihanna. And I just feel like she's a bigger figure in the grand scheme of things when it comes to music than Nikki. Okay, so why is it that you feel like Rihanna's a bigger figure in music? What is it that makes you demand more of Rihanna? I feel like her demographic is wider. Her audience is bigger. I feel like she'll sell more records if she drops tomorrow. I just think... um. Her, her YouTube hit play, uh, her amount of YouTube plays are probably more. I just think in the overall scheme of what people look for when they compare an artist's impact on music, Rihanna is going to win that battle statistically. But why do you think people want Rihanna so much more? What do you think it is that she has that people are like, we want her F- more? Fenty. <laughs> that, lip, no. lip gloss, lingerie. <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> that lingerie is fire though. Yeah. Like, that, oh, that's the part. Go ahead. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's the part that's a whole nother debate. That's a whole separate debate as to why. But why is it separate if it pertains to the artist as a whole? Because we just talking about, I mean, at least I thought we were just talking about impact with that question. Who's done more for music bringing these two artists in the game? I just think the majority of people will say, if we did a vote, the majority of people are going to tell you Rihanna before Nicki Minaj. I believe that. Yeah, they, they're going to pick Jay strictly, but I feel like Rihanna is definitely the most popular out of every artist on that list. Definitely. But I don't think it's because of music. Like, if you take away Fenty and everything that she's trying to do outside of music, do you think Rihanna would be as popular as she is now? Because in my opinion, Anti is her best album to me. I agree. To me, it took her. It took her how long in her career to make her best album? 
But why do these things matter? Aren't we? I mean, are we? What are we comparing at this point? It pertains to as a whole, a an artist's likability. It pertains to their brand. How much your like pertains to their brand. So with Rihanna, it's because now people demand more of her that her brand is at a higher stock mm-hmm. versus Rihanna in when she was singing that song Rehab or Unfaithful. It's like, oh my God, this is a good song. But her brand wasn't as valued as much as it is now. The way she acts, the way she moves, you know, in, in the public figure, you know, she's very secretive. People want to know more and because people are more no- nosy, they take her at a higher value. Whereas Nicki Minaj is like, yo, this is what I'm doing. Here's my husband. Because Rihanna's not giving that, people want more. So like, yeah. they want more Rihanna. Yeah. So they feed their time and their energy into, we want Rihanna, 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 because they're nosy. It's not because of her music. It's because of who she is and the brand that she's I'm, I'm Again, I'm not arguing the points that y'all are making. I think they are very valid points. I just think, unfortunately, we live in a world where popularity matters, especially when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. I, I also yeah. wish... That's how Donald Trump became... Yeah. Uh, that's Anyway, go ahead. That's the, that, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I, I didn't want to say too much. My bad, fam. No, you did. <laughs> My bad, no, bro. No, you did. No, it's too late. No, you, no, you, don't, you don't say I didn't want to say too much after you've said too much. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do think it's a it's a great debate though and we on the side of uh Kanye West and Drake where where do we stand? Cuz I thought that was interesting as well. I don't know. I don't I don't know. That's hard. I I want to say Kanye. Like I'm going to be real like I like you know how I am about Drake. I am a Drake fanatic. I want Oh, I've seen the tweet. Yeah, that man. I, I wanna. He's starting I to look like Drake. Kanye. He's so much of a Drake fan. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yes. How you start looking like the man? Six God. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> yeah. Look at it. Started from the bottom. Still here. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. That was a good, yo. That was a great music debate, man. For real, it's it's really good. I mean, I I definitely got to edge it to Jay, um, because I do think the Nicki and Rihanna is 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 a great fight, and I think the Kanye and Drake is a great fight. But I think, I think Jay just has the edge just a little bit with each artist, which gives him the edge overall. That's that's my opinion. If it was NBA Jam. 2020, two on two, big head and big head. I'm taking Kanye <laughs> and Rihanna. And Rihanna head already big, so they don't even have to adjust her character. For real, for real. I'm just playing, Riri. <laughs> I would only do that based off of experience and age. That's the only reason. All right, well. Other than well, that, I have both no. of those things on you, Katie, so I am right. All yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you get that pass one time today. That's it. All right, that's it. That's all I need for today because I'm about to go to sleep anyway. Y'all know what time it is with me. Jerry, you good over there? <laughs> yeah, yo, Katie, your, uh, your friend's still FaceTiming? All right, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Never mind. Never mind. figure out what you, what you was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> Put her only FaceTime, her only FaceTime in the chat, man. <laughs> I will drop it in the chat. <laughs> Don't Let her know that Jers has on a cranberry Lower Marion Kobe Bryant high school jersey and a cranberry velvet do rag, and he is ready to do cranberry things. <laughs> 
she likes some white skin. And tell her Drake, so. and tell her Drake is my spirit animal. She had the type, so. <laughs> and if she went to North Carolina, tell him he ain't scared of no Tar Heel. Yo, that's my time. <laughs> I see y'all next week, but now you grown up so fly, it's like a blessing. But you can't have a man look at you for five seconds without you being insecure. You never credit yourself. So when you got older, it seems like you came back ten times over. Now you're sitting here in this damn corner, looking through all your thoughts and looking over your shoulder. See, you had a lot of crooks try to steal your.